Welcome to the Internet Advisor Podcast. I'm your host and producer, Foster Brown. Along with my co-host, Gary Baker, and our team of experts, we've been helping people like you since 1998 with your computer problems, introducing you to valuable resources, and promoting tech enterprise throughout Michigan. The Internet Advisor is a two-hour podcast recorded every week at the studios of historic WJR Radio in Detroit. Both hours of the show are available each week on this podcast and are streamed to our affiliates across the state of Michigan. We're also proud to be part of Detroit's newest and fastest-growing podcast network, PodcastDetroit.com. And now, here are your hosts with this week's Internet Advisor. Welcome to the Internet Advisor, your place for answers to your computer questions since 1998, with your co-hosts Gary Baker and Foster Brown and their team of tech experts. The door is always open at internetadvisor.net, on Facebook and through Twitter. But right now it's time to get you in touch with your helpful hosts on this week's edition of Internet Advisor. Welcome to the Internet Advisor. Hi, I'm Foster Brown, the co-host of the program, and we've got a great one lined up for you. Gary Baker and Shane Hamlin studio with me, and also a mystery man calling in about uh, the recent Apple launch. Uh, you'll enjoy hearing from him, I'm sure, as he will enjoy being with you. All that coming up in this hour, we're also going to be talking about the Red Dwarf Nain Rouge coming back again to the Detroit area, and some special gaming news as well. That's just the first hour of the Internet Advisor. A very good Saturday, or whenever you happen to be listening to us, those of you who are on our affiliates, it's good to be with you here, and Mr. Gary Baker is in studio with me. Good to have you as well, Gary. It's great Continuing to be here. On. By the way, I had a ball the other day, this is apropos probably of nothing, of hearing a little bit about your own history. Um, I listened into the tape that, uh, or the recording that was made with Mike Brennan and Matt Rausch. That's right. On the M Square um, Techcast. Uh, yes. And I, by the way, I added that, folks, to la- the show notes for last week as well. So if you'd like to, you know, to go to that, go to internetadvisor.net and then to the podcast for last week. And then I also posted the interview with you. I guess I hadn't realized that you were involved. You really started out in real estate. Right. Yeah. And was yeah, that while you were finishing your MBA? Well, no, it was uh, before that even. Um, oh, wow. it, it basically, I've always tried to do something that, uh, you know, had bigger meaning than just a job. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I was the central campus representative at the University of Michigan uh, oh, wow. for the Housing Council. And I was, oh, that's right, yeah. I was trying to convince the landlords um, around campus to clean up their, the student ghetto that that kids, the demographics had changed. Kids would spend more of their parents' money to live in a nicer place. Yeah. And they weren't doing it. Mm. So I said, well, that's all right. I'm deeply in debt. I had to pay my own way through school, <laughs> right? I had all these student loans. I said, what better time to, to start investing in real estate? So I did. And and I said, all right, so I'm going to do it. And oh, I would yeah. buy things and fix them up and uh, and hold them for a few years and then sell them and buy something else. And <laughs> So we, we got to be a fairly decent size. Um, eventually, but then I got more interested in tech. Uh, and then, I mean, within two, three years of being out of school, I started the very first technology company. Yeah, I know. I How did you make that jump to technology? I just was always interested. That's something you always, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And you were there right at the time when, I remember, uh, was it Vince Cerf? Um, right. That, that, that well, I, went, no, that was, he He and Bob Kahn invented TCPIP, invented right. the internet. I think, I know everybody thinks Al Gore did, <laughs> but Bob Kahn and Vince Cerf actually did. And, and Vint came and, uh, um, 
and he happened to be speaking at the U of M because uh, of merit, uh, right? oh, yes, who had right. managed uh, NSFNet, mm-hmm. uh, the, the predecessor of the public internet. Right. And, uh, and I got to meet him, and in fact, we, we, he was staying at the Bell Tower Hotel, and uh, we got a couple bottles of wine, went down, sat in the basement of the Bell Tower Hotel, and then we had to go get another bottle. He said, I've got another bottle in my room. And I said, okay, great. So the two of us, three bottles of wine till about three in the morning, we talked, and uh, it, he's just a great man. And oh, we've, had him on, we've had him on the show yes, here a number yes, of times. Yes, so. that was me. Just not recently, but no. we should have. And then he introduced me to uh, uh, Mark Andreessen. Who right. started Mosaic and then Netscape? By the way, so. Gary is allowed to drop names because he really has met these people <laughs> and been around there for when all these things began. But I thought but, if you're interested in, and, in those connections, and I talked about how you and I met. That's right. Right. That's right. And the squirrel that Thank was the eating the, <laughs> the squirrel that was eating the insulation oh, off your my, telephone that's line. That's exactly it. Back when we had modems, oh, 14-4 modems. So if you'd like to find out more details about Gary's, uh, you know how Gary got to be the Internet Advisor, go to InternetAdvisor.net and then uh, look at last week's program and uh, you'll see that I've included a link there to the interview that he did with um, Mike Brennan and with uh, Matt Rausch on their uh, broad, it's a podcast that they do every week right. called um, M Squared TechCast it's on I think uh, from 3 until 4. Uh, j- yeah, just yeah, one 3 until 4 yeah, and, uh, and, and, live and then you can hear it on their network. And it's great, they, oh, yeah. they can dig deeper into yep. more technology, you know, a little deeper into the technology than we can here on the public radio. Let me say hello to Miss Mr. Shane Hamlin, good to have you in studio, Shane. Well, hello. How are you? Good. We don't get <laughs> to do this very often. It's nice to have you no, around. No, we you were... want to talk about when you first met me? I was on the street corner. I was broke and <laughs> homeless gamer. Hey, you know, we had uh, we we'll had game some... for food. That's yes. right. We'll get... <laughs> we had, and you're on on. You have Pond Radio. You have a show. Pond on... Radio on uh, Podcast Detroit. Yes, That's right. Just like uh, M. Yes. Cast. Yeah. Uh, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. M. Two. And us too. The Internet Advisor is there. there. Quite the studio. But we had somebody last week that called in and said. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You sent us to Shane <laughs> yes. and up at uh, CompuText, and he helped me, and, and yeah. she went on and on describing how you really helped her. Thank so. you. I'm, seriously, so thank you, you very much. Even for... in, in absentee, uh, that you were being, uh, you know. <laughs> lauded well, for your service. Well, I would like That's to, right. I would like to say was. this. We have the greatest listeners to the show because I'm constantly getting cards in the mail oh, saying thank you because yeah. a lot of times they'll come in, they'll ask me a question, and then they'll leave. Uh-huh. And then I won't know they were from the show, yeah. and I'll get a card in the mail a couple of weeks later. Said, "Hey Shane, by the way, I was you know listening yeah. to the show. Thank you so much for helping right. me out." And right. We get that a lot. Yeah. So I, it, it is remarkable. You get so many emails too. Oh. People said, "Hey, you actually helped me." Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like feels good. wow, good. <laughs> oh, good. that we're, can be done. <laughs> yeah, we love that. we love that. By the way, Shane, um, on yeah. our home uh, folks, if you go to our homepage, InternetAdvisor.net, um, I posted something there from our program today. Um, that is in the show notes. Uh, if you click into that, uh, you're going to see something there um, that talks about Shane and about a game that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on uh, that you ha- are promoting. As a matter of fact, there's a chance to win some prizes. And we'll oh, talk- yeah. I've, we'll talk about that before the show's yeah, over, brought, okay? Yeah, goodies. And in short mm. order, we're, uh, Cal Carson couldn't be in studio with us today because of another commitment, uh, figure skating. Yep. Um, he is out uh, He's not figure that. skating. <laughs> he, he does the technology for the figure skating activities. Seeing him in, the, in a tutu doing pure. I know. I'm no, sorry. That hurt. Yeah. That hurt. In any case, he'll be calling in because we want to try to get his uh, his take on the announcement this week, the big release. 
release of the uh, that Apple did on Wednesday yeah. with the iPhone 7 and a whole bunch of other things. And kind of get his um, his view of that. That'll be coming and, up. And black is a new black. Oh yes, and the piano black. Well, I didn't know that was a category. It's <laughs> either well, it's glossy or or matted. So they got two blacks. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess piano black is this real, like a like big grand piano. Yeah, like is that the high gloss? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's kind of like space gray. Huh? <laughs> I didn't know there was gray with space, or space was gray. In any case, Cal is going to be showing up shortly. We'll be hearing, getting some of his take on the, the Apple release, especially on the whole business of those wireless headsets. Uh, big controversy around those before they released. Is it that big a deal? We'll find out more about it. And we talk with Cal. And then we're going to be finding out more about the Red Dwarf, the name Rouge. All that coming up. Well, it was, as Ed Sullivan used to say, a really big deal, a really big show. That was what we saw going on in California on Wednesday when um, Tim Cook stepped on stage and began what was going to be two hours uh, the revelation of uh, what most of us had already seen through leaks. <laughs> and it was actually kind of like two hours of confirming Steve what had Steve Jobs only did it for an hour and a half. So I don't know. It's, uh, there's inflation. Maybe. It, was, it was well done. I have to say it was well done. It didn't, you know, it didn't drag, I don't think, an awful mm-hmm. lot. Um, but, but with us right now, and I'm delighted that he could be here with us via the magic of telephone, here's Mr. Cal Carson. Cal, thanks for being with us. It's wonderful to be with you. And you know something? I'm going to start this off really quick because the most quiet place I could find is actually outside of the ice arena. <laughs> and uh, so I'm standing in the rain, so that brings up the first oh. and most exciting thing about the <laughs> Apple announcement. They have waterproof phones or water-resistant phones that's right. for the iPhone 7. So that's one feature I'm really happy to hear <laughs> so, about. So, so, Cal, they call it swim-proof. Well, the watch is swim-proof. Oh, the that's watch right. is swim-proof. Yep. Yes, your good point. I, so I'm trying to figure out what swim-proof is. Does that mean you they, they make sure you can't swim with it? I, I, I really, I'm not really sure, but I can tell you this. Uh, they say you can read the watch down to 50 meters, but if I'm down 50 meters, I don't need to read that watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 50 meters is a little over 150 feet. That's a long way down. Yeah, and, and you certainly can't read that watch in the Great Lakes at 150 No, feet. no, no, no. Cal, I have to tell you, I was listening to Andy Anatko, who one of the commentators with Leo Laporte on MacBreak Weekly, and he said what people want is an excuse to see that great video where the watch spits out. The water that's in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be cute. I'd love to see that, too. Yeah. It goes... Boink, boink. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> it's, it's built in such a way that it water will get into the watch, but it's sealed off in such a way that it just simply presses out the water that's in there, and it's like two little squirts. And it's, it's like clearing your mask idea. or uh, yeah. clearing it's a snorkel like if right. you get, uh, get underwater. <laughs> okay, I get it. All right. <laughs> Well, the that, other big thing about yep. the phone that I wanted to talk about uh, is the thing, well, uh, oh, it doesn't have a headphone jack anymore, and everyone was all crazy about it. Well, you know what? Uh, they, they were thinking, oh, I bought all these things that plug in with a 3-millimeter jack, and yeah. I can't use them anymore. But it comes with an adapter yep. in the box with the phone that you put into the lightning port, and you can still use all your legacy yep. equipment with it as well. Mm-hmm. So, remember, Apple was the other one who stepped out on the bridge and said, no more floppy drives on machines. And everybody said, oh, no, you True. can't get rid of floppy drives. And hey, guess what? Yeah, I don't think anyone has floppy drives Yeah, but did you buy that? Did you hear the firestorm that occurred on Twitter when Phil Schiller described that as 
courage? I mean, come on. Now, oh, I think that's it is. marketing. Well, but <laughs> but I think it I was think, courageous. I don't think it was courageous. I yeah. do. I, no. I, I think what what Schiller was trying to do was try to be like Steve Jobs. He just picked the wrong word. I think it is courageous, you know, because they're, they are leading us uh, forward into the future. I, I don't miss it at all because I always, you know, I use a Bluetooth headphone anyway, and I just, I don't tangle the wires. I don't have to deal with the wires. And I am so, so I am so fed up with the tangle of wires. I think I have three or four sets of headsets around and it's mainly because I want to forget them some, but, but the, but the wires, it's such a pain. Yeah. But the wireless headset, you know, I know you have to buy another one. Okay. I get it. If you're going to spend, you know, $700 to $950 or something for the phone, Get over it. Pay another 50, 60 bucks. You can get the air earbuds, right? Yep, from Apple. 129. 129. Or, or a little more, but there's going to be knockoffs that will be perfectly fine. I use a Bluetooth uh, headset right now, now, now but, but, with my existing phone, and it cost me 30 bucks. But my understanding of it is I don't know if anybody else, Cal, did you see this? That, that those headsets, those wireless headsets, will only work with the W1 chip that is in. Oh. The iPhone Seven. In other words, they won't that work. Cor- that is correct yeah. for the for the AirPods that it, yeah. that they yeah. did. Yes, yeah. They will only work with that iPhone Seven because it has that special chip in it. Yeah. So the iPods won't, but any other AirPods, can, AirPods, AirPods. But you can um, you can take and still use Bluetooth headset for thirty bucks, even less than that, right? You can get oh, yeah. for yeah, as little sure. as fifteen bucks. <laughs> That's my what you whole, use, my, isn't it, Cal? My, my whole thinking is that if you can afford an iPhone, you probably can afford some of the accessories and stuff like yeah. that. If you want to okay. go on the uh, less expensive route, then buy a less expensive phone. And you can still use Bluetooth. It still works yeah, with the Bluetooth exactly. headset. So it's it's a lot of to-do over nothing, I believe. I, it, it always is. And, and I think the other, the last thing I, I'll have to talk about, and then I'm going to have to go back and see <laughs> you dry how, off. how cold <laughs> Sorry. it is beside the ice, uh, is the fact that... Uh, Everyone's looked for, oh, how come they didn't come out with these really great, innovative things? You know, every manufacturer can't always have the next biggest and baddest, newest thing. And and to be quite honest with you, I think the next real big iteration for Apple is going to be the iPhone 8. I'm going to name it that because I don't know the numbers they're going to give to it. But that's when the real changes and innovations uh, are going to happen. This is more evolutionary than revolutionary. And this will come out on, uh, by the way, next year um, will be the 10th anniversary of the launch of the iPhone. And that would, uh, they've all been saying that's that's when it's going to be. um, that, that, that's when we see some really big changes. Yeah. Well, Cal, thank you so much for taking time out, and I hope you're drip dry when you head back inside. <laughs> yeah, we'll, don't, don't don't ice up when you get back inside. <laughs> oh dear, that's true. This, this is quite true. But it, if I do, I'll have a wonderful glaze, and I can have them zamboni my face to make it nice. <laughs> <laughs> Cal Carson, thanks so much for being with us, talking to us uh, from the road about uh, the big event that came up. I know you're not a Mac user, uh, Shane. I, any any of your reactions? So I, both Gary and I use iPhones. Nine hundred dollars. That's all I got. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. That's for the expensive. top end. That's well, the very very top. Yeah, end. but who does still, who gets it? Who doesn't get the top end? Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, so much more expensive than what you can get for uh, an Android phone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they really are. And I've actually, but I like them. I yeah. I continue to buy them. I haven't bought one in the last few versions now. I yeah. still use. Well, the that's 6 interesting. Plus. Are you going to hold off until next year? Yeah. I think I would yeah. too. My I whole family's on iPhone. But I mean, this one, if on you need to yeah. buy it, if you need to buy it, longer battery life, love that. Um, faster yep. processor, gotta love that. Oh, yeah. uh, more Quad storage, core. gotta love that. Um, 
the cameras are a lot better because it's two cameras in one. On the plus? On, on both. Oh, on both? Yeah, oh, I thought it was, was just an, on the plus. That was a rumor. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's been said, no, that it's on, on pause. And, and because there's no head um, headphone jack, mm-hmm. um, they're putting in a stereo speaker. So that's going to be better, mm-hmm. and the antenna is going to be better. So there's a there's there's a lot to like. It, it seems revo- it seems evolutionary, not revolutionary. Yeah. Not every not every version can be revolutionary. Um, but I think doing well, the revolutionary nice. part of it is what they're doing away with the headphone jack. Yeah. One of the things. But Shane, I'm just but curious. They, but I think yeah. it's going to be better for all of us. You had a, a Windows phone that you used for a long time. You know the funny thing is, I am no longer a Windows phone user. Yeah. I, not enough, not enough apps. I, I finally said, you know what? Uh, well, it's it's also disappearing. It's just, well, well, it was, it was a, apps. To be honest, it was a Pokemon thing. Oh, was it? I couldn't play Pokemon <laughs> on my Windows phone, yeah, and it drove enough. me nuts. So you know, I went out and bought uh, the new uh, HTC One. Oh, I heard mm, of it. Which is nice. uh, quite nice. nice. Now, what is, yeah, does yeah, that you're run? You're going to really like that. Windows. Uh, no, this is a an Android. Android. It's an Android yeah. phone. Okay. Yeah, but it's 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 a beauty. It's yeah, probably one of my best phones I've ever owned. And okay. uh, the galaxies are, are really nice too. The new galaxies, <laughs> except the uh, toasters. <laughs> 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 Galaxy Seven toaster. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that I had, nobody's mentioned yet, but I think it's kind of interesting, is that the home button has been redesigned now. So there's not a um, physical home button anymore. Yeah, you don't so press don't... it down. It's got that taptic engine on it now. So mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure I like that necessarily, um, just because I've used that to orient. When I pick up the phone, I don't oh, even have to look at it. I can tell I, I which understand. end is exactly. up because exactly. I know which end is down. I know where that button exactly. is. So, I, so I, I, I have to look at it and see if I get used to it. All these heat sensors, these buttons, these, uh, they make it hard for almost to hold the phone now because you're going to – it's like you just swipe your hand over and you touch something. Yeah, something I mean, not, you've almost got to hold I phones agree. like this now. It's like <laughs> – You're two, two yeah, dainty fingers. You know, because you're going to fr- trip something <laughs> Hold off. that up to the microphone so everybody yeah. at home can see how you're yeah, holding like it. <laughs> two fingers daintily. Uh, <laughs> this is radiant. Well, you know, and the uh, iPhone uh, – pardon me, the um, – uh, the watch came out again. This is the version two I, of the so watch. So I've been waiting for the version two of the watch. So and other I, than being swim proof, I want to be able to swim with it. And if it's swim proof and I won't, you know, it yeah. stops me from swimming with it, then I'm not sure. Apparently, well, no, it works well with swimming. Swim proof, waterproof, same. Yep. I don't think so. Swim proof is different than that. It, means but you, is it? That means it. it That's keeps a good your, question. That's water waterproof keeps the water from getting in. Swim proof keeps you from using it while you're swimming. I don't. You know, know. I have to check that on a break I mean, to see if swim proof means uh, that, that it, you can. Because who's saying I'm going to be in the water? So they're trying to brand for it. For five really hours. what they're yeah. trying to do, and I'm teasing them about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <right? laughs> they don't care if I'm teasing them. I know, but I am trying to remember, tease Because remember, it goes, <laughs> it squirts water. Yeah, out, I, I love it. <laughs> Everybody yeah. will be waiting to see it go, <laughs> <laughs> AT&T, uh, I saw some of the figures on there. Let's see. Um, I have to get my glasses on so I can hey, see Hey, do you know, did you see um, that uh, not only T-Mobile, but now AT&T is doing away with... Uh, um, Caps on data, yes, yeah. which yeah. is nice. It right? is very nice. I mean, for yes, a lot of exactly. people, that's going to be nice. Well, let's see. Uh, okay, so the seven plus, which is like the top of the line, uh, two hundred and fifty-six gigabytes of storage on twelve that thing, megapixels. Is, that's that's as much as I have on my MacBook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that one is um, the AT and T Next every year with a down payment. Uh, that's twenty eight thirty a month. So you can see where people could say, okay, even though it's going to cost me a fortune. It's in little bites. That's <laughs> the death of a, cow, a thousand cuts. <laughs> yeah, and, but uh, if you if you do the math, that's probably the uh, you know the the most expensive. Way exactly, to buy, exactly. Right? When you get done with all of that, uh, but uh, some people would feel that it makes uh, finally more affordable to do that. Only mm-hmm. when you see the whole thing put together, that phone 
when you do it that way, the total uh, cost, no commitment retail price, $969.99. Oy vey. That's yeah, a couple that, of computers. That's like 1100 when you put the <laughs> earbuds with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, Or yeah. $34 a month. Yeah. That's exactly well, it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, back in just a second to find out what's happened with that rascal. The Red Dwarf, the Nain Rouge. Joe Bastian is going to be joining us to talk about a brand new book. We have a local nasty. I'm not referring to Joe Bastian, by the way. <laughs> it's a local folk nasty named the Nain Rouge, which uh, roughly translated uh, or more polished translation is the Red Dwarf. And uh, we've uh, had Joe on a number of times to talk about this folk character out of Detroit's 351-year history. And with us to talk about that and a new book that he has out now is Joe Bastian, who is the uh, author of the uh, Nain Rouge books, and he's got a brand new one out. Joe, thanks so much for joining us here on the Internet Advisor. Oh, thanks for having me back again and again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the last time we were with you, you were chasing the Nain Rouge out of town. Uh, yeah, you know what? Um, he keeps coming back, and every <laughs> year we, we, we go after him again. Hey, just as a, as a quick recap for people who are wondering, what in the world is the Red Dwarf? What does it have to do with Detroit? I, I gave kind of a thumbnail sketch on online there, but very much a thumbnail sketch. To tell folks just a little bit about the Nain Rouge and, and where that came from and who it is. Sure. Well, the Nain Rouge is a, a legend that's been around for over 300 years, and uh, it's French for Red Dwarf. And he appears as a harbinger of doom just before bad events. Mm-hmm. And you've written, uh, you had a graphic novel that you were involved in, in putting online, right? Yeah, so the graphic novel's been out for a while, and then um, we actually did three books. Mm-hmm. Uh, since 2009, we did the first book that kind of uh, brought the legend back, mm-hmm. and then uh, we did the second book and then the third book, and so this novel, we brought all three books together uh-huh. uh, into a single volume, new artwork, uh, new layout, and it's just, just beautiful. We're really excited about it. And this was a a little guy that uh, offered to kind of help That's right. the founders of Detroit and they, Antoine they, de la Motte Cadillac. Cadillac, and he um, kind of spurned him, and he so thumbed his nose. Didn't he uh, cast a spell on the city of Detroit? Yeah, he actually uh, he cursed he cursed the city, uh, which is really interesting because he started. Uh, he's actually what. Uh, if you wanted to use a fancy term, a, a genus loci, which means uh, which means a guardian mm-hmm. spirit, and he was a guardian oh. spirit of the region. Mm. And when Cadillac came and didn't want to play nice with the guardian spirit, then uh, uh. then he cursed him, and uh, all that bad energy built up, and until mm. uh, these teenagers uh, had to solve the riddle and and uh, try to uh, defeat the Nain Rouge. No, and that's why the Go city ahead. of Detroit went bankrupt, and the, so did two <laughs> of the three. Um, car companies here, so you know it was all, all that problem about that. But, but yeah. you really, Joe, isn't it? There's been uh, there haven't haven't there been real sightings or alleged sightings of the Nain Rouge uh, throughout the history of Detroit? At the oh, yeah, there's, there are documented sightings. Some um, the Free Press and the news have documented sightings over. Uh, you know, he was seen when Detroit burned. He was seen at the Battle of Bloody Run. Even as recently, uh, I think uh, just a few years ago. There were some DTE energy workers that saw him uh, just before a major snowstorm. So, mm. and we see him now every year for the parade. Mm-hmm. So, tell us a little bit about how we celebrate uh, this, because <laughs> sure. the celebration is now coming back in a big way. 
Yeah, so the celebration, the parade started actually when the first book came out. Uh, Francis Grinnell started the parade, and we ended up, we were kind of running parallel paths. So uh, every, the third, the third Sunday of March every year, which is the spring solstice, uh, on that Sunday, the Nain Rouge appears, and he's broomed out of the city. We march him out of the city as the symbol of hope and rebirth and renewal. And what's really interesting is there's actually become another faction that is the pro-Nain Rouge that focuses on him as a positive guardian spirit. So yes, it's yes. really interesting to see, uh, you know, everyone, <laughs> oh, you, you know, I'm a, firm, I'm a firm believer that um, folklore is just a reflection of who we are as a people and who yeah. we are as a culture. Mm. And so what's nice is this legend, you know, people are beginning, uh, it's getting popular again, and people are beginning to internalize it and interpret it in a mo- modern way. Gosh, Shane, so was I right? To, pardon me, Shane, that you were part of that second team, weren't you? The ones that were in favor of him? Oh, of course I'm in favor of Dean Rouge. You counter, you're, you're always running <laughs> so counter. Big, yeah. <laughs> I'm always absent of everything else. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, they can... They can take and read um, Joe's book, yep. which is wonderful. And uh, the third Sunday in March, they can participate. I think it starts, what, at the traffic jam? Is that where? Yeah, it starts at the traffic jam and snog. It's usually right around 1 o'clock, and then the march, it marches through. I don't know. Marches right down to Hart? The, uh, down to it, ends, Hart Plaza? it ends up at the uh, Masonic Temple. The Masonic Temple, Masonic down cast to the Masonic yeah. Temple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so neat because that area is being transformed anyway. It, yeah. it has completely transformed that area, isn't it? And if you love people watching, what a oh. great event for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people get up people. in costumes. Yeah, dress up. Yeah, it's almost like Mardi Gras in some ways yes. in terms of the way people dress up in the costumes. It's a ball. Let's talk a little bit about you as a, as a folk teller uh, because that's kind of a uh, a new thing it's in words it's taking the history and some of the characters have been part of the history of our area here for now three centuries or more and uh, weaving stories around them yeah that's what we're really excited about a few years ago carl winans who's my business partner we started folk teller publishing and starting with the Nain rouge what we're doing is taking these regional folk tales and legends that that either get lost or kind of get trapped within the region, and mm. we're, we're building a whole platform, a whole storytelling platform in books and film and graphic novels to get these regional stories from around the world and to share them, to share them with everyone. Okay, and by the way, is there a place online that people can go? That's the word. Let's talk, tell them what the place is online that people can go in order to be able to find out more about the Nain Rouge and about what you're doing with your Folkteller uh, Publishing. Absolutely. You go to folktellerstories.com. Okay. And you can find everything right there. All right. Uh, any other projects you've got coming up? Well, actually, there's a whole other book series that sets up this whole this folkteller universe that we're working on right now. Ooh. We're also getting into merchandising now. We've hired a marketing company. Cool. And uh, we're, we're working on some toy deals and fat heads and all lots of cool <laughs> stuff to, uh, to really Get your bring bobblehead. out to the world. <laughs> Get a, a Nain Rouge bobblehead. Now, that would be something to have on your desk in the office. <laughs> Don't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed to, uh, to open some eyes. Joe, thanks so much for stopping by quickly and telling us about this, this newest addition to your uh, publishing empire, and that is this Nain Rouge. It's, now, I have it down here as Nain Rouge, the Crimson Three, a yes. novel. That's the name of it, right? Yeah, and all three books are, will be there at... It, uh, you, it's on pre, you can pre-order it now through folktellerstories.com, and mm-hmm. we're premiering it at the Monroe Comic Con on October 1st. Oh, excellent. Uh, Kane, you're, uh, um, pardon me, Shane, are you going to be involved then with the Comic Con? 
Uh, Motor City Comic Con, always. Right. Always. Right. In fact, I did a lot live show from there this past year. Oh. This year. Oh. Phone Radio was doing right down the floor. Yep. Yeah. Well, Joe, thank you so much again for being with us. We'll make sure that people can go to internetadvisor.net. And then if you scroll down the page, you'll see Joe's smiling face, and then you'll see the rather <laughs> grim and menacing face of the Nain Rouge, and you'll find out more about uh, uh, the folktellerstories.com and the things that Joe's developing there, and also find out more about how to get hold of this new novel. Joe, thanks again for being with us. Thanks so much, guys. All right, take care. Take care, Joe. Hey, I, I want you to chime in a minute here, Shane, yeah. because I know that you are also, uh, besides helping us with technical questions, you're mm-hmm. involved in gaming, and you yes. have a very own podcast. I do, called Pwned Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on the Podcast Detroit Network That's right. uh, every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m., and uh, we have a blast. It's a, it's a great show. It's fun. Uh, we're at episode 28 now. So wow. why the name? What What's the significance? <laughs> well, for gamers, uh, Pwned is a kind of a... Is a if you look at your keyboard, the P and the O are right next to each other. So back in the day, someone was uh, getting handed to them in a little Call of Duty or something, and <laughs> they went to type, I owned you, and it wound up being P, and it pwned, and it kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of the, the phrase of getting your butt kicked, like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to own you, and instead it just came to pwned, and pwned has been every, you know, I mean, you hear it even in our intro when we do our show, um, you know, uh, uh, you know Oh, South Park. You know, there's an mm-hmm. episode oh, where yes. you go, you know, uh, Detroit. Your, you know, it's pwned is a, is a common, right. is a common yeah. gaming so, phrase. Yeah. yeah, gamers, gamers know all about that. And by the way, gamers goes goes is a quite a broad <clears throat> gamut of games, right? Well, I mean, everyone's. I mean, I like to think everyone's kind of a gamer. I mean, you've played games on your phone. It doesn't. Sure. I mean, I played Pokemon was huge just just recently and. If you've messed around with Pokemon, you're a gamer. So uh, what have the Pokemon? It's still going. Is it still oh, going? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still, There's I still, lots I still of people play. mess with it every day. Yeah. You know, I it, guess there was a hiatus in there because I can now walk down the street in Royal Oak without fear of people bumping into me because yeah. I got their head down, <laughs> <laughs> looking for looking for Pokemon. Pokemon. I think what it is at this point is people just looking for the rare ones. Uh, I think they're looking for those rare Pokemon Pikachu because, and a few other. Uh, they're not the Pikachu's. There's some others that are pretty hard because you got to remember there's some po- Pokemon that are uh, continent specific. Oh, U.S. only gets this one, and Asia gets this one, and Europe gets this one. And my word, you have to travel the world to. Well, you could, or you can hatch an egg. If you hatch an egg, you have a chance of getting one of those. Mm-hmm. So uh, I see. Now listen, well, yeah, huh? I want what I want yeah. you to do is, and of course, we posted this on our, our website as yes. well. You have a brand new company. It's a company in the Detroit area, right? Yeah, they're out of uh, Lansing. Right, they're Lansing. A, they're a Sparty company. A Sparty they're company. Full of Sparties that has um, developed a new game. Yeah, you know they did something quite. You know, whenever whenever my show Pond Radio finds a local game company that's kind of done it. We love it's, it. It's a hard thing to do. It's not as easy as people no, think no. to produce a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good and, one. And, yeah, a good one. And these guys did it, and uh, they actually contacted me. They heard of our show and said, we'd love to come on your show. Cool. And uh, the, the game company is called Strength in Numbers. They're uh, Lansing, East Lansing, um, out that way, Lansing mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're putting out a game that is ready to go uh, this week called oh. Twaybor. Twaybor, which Twaybor. you may have seen as part of our Michigan... Uh, what's it? Is it the shield? It's a, it's the the motto. The motto for the state uh, of the state, uh, mm-hmm. which is, I believe, um, I, I will. I will defend. I will defend. Right. And it's a it's it's a very unique game. And and listen, I know a majority of our audience probably doesn't doesn't game as much as my audience mm-hmm. does on my show. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Yeah. They've got grandkids. They've got children. Um, or even themselves, if they want to try something new, it is a PC based game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going for the port over to. 
uh, Xbox One and PS4 uh, okay. later this year. Okay. It's a, it's a, it costs money. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we had him on a show in uh, Steam, which is a game engine online that allows uh, a lot of companies to put their games on Steam. Mm-hmm. And you become a member of Steam, and you can download and purchase games through Steam and play them. It keeps track of your stats. It's a kind of a gamer's kind of a headquarters. Uh, and they Steam has greenlit them, greenlighted them. Wow. Uh, which, after... Which is not easy because what happens is there's this green light program where a lot of games and indie game companies go to that and try to get published and get the green light to yeah Steam will allow you to you know, play, you know load their game on their network sure. big deal and yep. uh, they compete for that and they were greenlit and they've got wow. the process and it's like year like testing they test the game and test the game and finally they got greenlit so what I'm gonna do is um, I've got shirts I've got tons of shirts. Ooh. And I've got actually games to give away. They gave me a ton of games. Um, and what it is is you get it, you can download it on Steam, uh, and then you all you have to have is the key, the activation key. Okay. And uh, they gave me as many as I want. Ooh. So basically, all you have to do. I mean, I didn't want to make it too. I tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna oh. make it. We're gonna we're gonna let this be a little bit of a surprise. Yes. Okay? okay. So a little bit more mystery to this. Yeah. Because we're gonna take a quick break coming up right now, and then we got Mike uh, Brennan with uh, MI Tech News, and after that, yes. I want you to tell Free more about stuff. That. Free stuff. Free stuff. Come on. Free stuff. Right. And we're going to find, we're going to also tell you where to find the magic words. Yes. To get involved in the mm-hmm. game as well. That's coming up. And that'll be after we hear from Mike Brennan with MI Tech News, which is coming up a little bit. Shane, thank you for being with us uh, both to help answer questions in the second hour and also to give away some swag. That's coming up soon here on the Internet Advisor. It's that time of the program again when we check in with Mike Brennan. He is the editor of MI Tech News, a great collection of stories about what's going on in entrepreneurship and technology in our fair state of Michigan and indeed around the globe and the nation. And Mike, welcome once again to the program. You've got a lot of stuff to talk about here, including, let's start with something very tasty coming out of the summer, Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> in the news. Yeah, actually, uh, the Jerry of the Ben and Jerry fame, uh, Jerry Greenfeld, uh, is, or maybe it's Field, I'm not sure how mm-hmm. to pronounce it exactly. But anyway, he's uh, he's coming to Ann Arbor on September 23rd for an event that the U of M is calling uh, Entrepalooza. Uh, and it's going to be at the Michigan League. It's open to the public. Starts And his uh, keynote is at 9 a.m. And the kicker, folks, is everybody in attendance it's free Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Ooh, for that alone is worth coming. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start the day, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, he's going to be, you know, they're going to, the whole event is focused on what's going on, you know, with entrepreneurship. Sure. Uh, he's just one of many speakers. There's another half a dozen or so that'll be talking. Some of them are U of M people, some of them aren't. But, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur and you like ice cream, what the heck, right? Check it out. Sounds great. And they can go to MI Tech News, by the way, MITechnews.com, and you can, uh, from there, find links to find out more about this uh, Entrepalooza, which is going to be happening, happening on uh, to September 23rd. Oh, the, another thing um, I see here, a matter of a couple stories here, the Michigan Council of Women in Technology has a big event coming up, and then they're also making a move westward. Yeah, they have. Uh, well, actually, they've opened the nominations for what for the very first time they've done this. I guess that makes it the inaugural, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're opening the nominations for the Woman of the Year in Technology. And mm-hmm. you have until uh, September 27th to submit your nominations. 
You can uh, nominate yourself or you can have somebody else nominate you. Um, and uh, it's the whole point of this being woman for a woman to qualify. She must embody the MCWT's mission of inspiring and growing women in technology. You know, and their big cause, they celeb, is the STEM. They're trying to yes, get more right. women into science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get more people of color into that area, which leads us into the sort of the next headline that I know you wanted to talk yeah. about. They've also expanded into the West Michigan Grand Rapids area. Before MCWT was really just focused on Metro Detroit, right? From they've there. opened. They've opened. It's not really a chapter. It's just a extension, I guess, mm-hmm. over in Grand Rapids. And then the guy I have to know the guy that's running it. It used to be an old Aim West guy over there, Rob Gear. And oh, yeah. so they're reaching out to Grand Rapids, Benton Harbor, Kalamazoo, that whole area out there. Again, trying to get women in technology involved in the group uh, for a variety of reasons. I mean, it's a great group to belong to. Mm -hmm. Now, they've always had an extension in a sense of they've reached out to people all across the state. But this is kind of neat that they're putting a getting a foothold, if you will, um, in the West Michigan, southwest Michigan, where there's certainly a tremendous amount of companies there and entrepreneurs and women, obviously, involved in technology there. Oh, one thing I'd like to wrap up with, Mike, before we get head out of here, something that is near and to my heart, and that is TED. The TEDx Detroit is coming to Detroit in October. October 6th, to be exact. Last year, they drew more than 3,000 people. So this is a big, big event. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, how do I describe a TEDx conference? If, if, you're low, if you're low in enthusiasm and energy, when you walk out the door at the end, you won't be. You won't be. <laughs> I mean, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh. Yeah, there's all sorts of exciting people there who are excited, and it will tell you they're excited. And, <laughs> no, it's really a good thing. I make light of it, but um, no. but you get a lot of valuable information. And uh, again, I, uh, tickets are on sale. Uh, you want to get those? I don't know if there's, probably eventually there's a limit, right? I mean, how many can they <laughs> squeeze in there, right? Yeah, get uh, your tickets so, early. Uh, That's the bottom line for this. Yes, get them early, and then they'll guarantee uh, your place in line, and you can get inside and. And be inspired, essentially. Oh yeah! If you if, if you enjoy as I do, I am. I will be honest about this. I love the TED Talks, and uh, they're some of my favorite podcasts. Matter of fact, just uh, was binging on a whole bunch of them. Or just wonderful, wonderful. Whether they're talking about inspiring businesses in the third world, or just uh, the key things to keep in mind, interviewing people, whatever it is, discoveries in biology. It's just fantastic what they can do. And TEDx Detroit is kind of uh, an offshoot of that, and it's our local uh, way of, of getting us a chance to enjoy this kind of inspiring conversation. And uh, Mike, speaking of inspiring, let's inspire people to sign up for MI Tech News. How do they do that? Well, they can certainly go to your website. They, uh, and, and of course, if they do that, then they'll see the sign-up mechanism on the Internet Advisor page. They can go to my website and it's splashed all over the place. You can't miss it, <laughs> mitechnews.com. We make sure you don't miss it. And uh, we have the Wednesday newsletter that goes out that encapsulates uh, the links to all the podcasts that we do with all of our partners, including the Internet Advisor. And then we have the Friday newsletter where I focus more on stories. And soon, I cannot share all the information mm-hmm. yet, but soon we're going to be adding video news. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be going into both newsletters. Excellent. So there's lots to look forward to. Right now, folks, you can, for nothing, you can get these key headlines and many, many more. And then you can also uh, stay tuned for some exciting new things that will be showing up in MI Tech News. Mike, thanks so much for being with us every week here, and you enjoy the rest of the weekend. 
Hey, thanks, Ross. See you, too. That's Mr. Mike Brennan, the editor of MI Tech News. Uh, by the way, coming up in just a little bit, our next hour, yes, there is a second hour, and it's the hour when you get to ask your questions at 800-859-0957. An entire hour there for you to ask questions about your computers, about getting on the Internet, over it <laughs> sometimes, uh, getting around it, uh, maybe problems with printers or whatever it may be. We would love to help you. Shane Hamlin is in here to give you a hand. I'm and here. Gary Baker is here and myself, Foster Brown, and we'll be doing something to help you on that. By the way, Shane, I yes. wanted you now okay. to tell us about this special offer that you have got going on your pwned Pwned radio. Pwned radio. Say- Bling. Yes. Uh, basically, <laughs> I didn't want to just say, all right, email me, I'll give you a free. I wanted to earn it a little bit, work okay. for it. Okay. So if you head over to poundradio.com right. or podcastdetroit.com. And you can click on either one of those. We've got that on our homepage. Get them on our homepage or, you know, just go to poundradio.com. Pun. Pwn. P-W-N-E-D radio. Uh, or podcastdetroit.com, mm-hmm. uh, you will see uh, our shows are all listed there, our podcasts. Uh, the latest show, which is on our front homepage, is episode 28. Mm-hmm. That is where we introduce and talk to the guys about Toy Bar, the game coming out. And let me tell you something. Go to toybargame.com. There's links. Uh, it is a cool game. It's the coolest. It's the most unique game you're ever going to see. Mm-hmm. Is, they've done a really good job with this game. Put a lot of effort into it. Uh, so listen to the show. I'm not going to tell you when, but there is a point in the show where I give a secret word. Uh-huh. A secret word. And if you like Groucho Marx, the yes, duck comes down. Correct. <laughs> you you tell you can either email me on our website, you can IM me on our Twitter site or Facebook. Uh Pwned Radio is if you go to Twitter, search Pwn Radio, you'll find us. If you go right. to Facebook, right. you'll find us. We're all out there. Go to pwnradio.com. You can contact us on our, our site as well. Tell me the name, the the secret word. And I will send you a game Ooh. and a shirt Ooh. while supplies last. Yeah, uh, the games I've got a lot of shirts. I don't have too many, and I brought shirts for everyone here. Oh yeah, they well. they are really cool. They're they black. Cool. Yep. They're yeah. black shirts. Piano and they black. A, yeah, piano <laughs> black. And they have a uh, character of uh, there's 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 more than I think twenty five. There's something like thirty characters in this game. These are really cool, and they're very unique. These. This is going to stop people in their tracks. Scott is a guy who who is the creator. He was the mind trust of this game over at uh, Strength in Numbers Game Studios. And for years, he's been drawing these and developing these characters. Uh-huh. And he puts a ton of thought in. So when you go to the site, not only do you see the character, you go to it, and there's a bio. It tells you who they are, about them, how oh, tall they are. I love it. I love it. I love it. Great characters in this game. And okay. so the shirts have different characters from each, you know. But uh, I'll give you a character and a game, and you want this game, guys. It's a PC game. Yep. You want it because okay. it's a fun game. It's a multiplayer shooter slash MOBO. Um, a lot of fun. Yes, a lot of fun. And again, you can, by the way, find all this information and some other links to get you there. If you go to internetadvisor.net, scroll down the page, and you'll see the logo for Pwned Radio. Under that, Shane's smiling face, and the last paragraph there is special offer mm-hmm. and then you can go to either as it says pwned radios radios and if you click on that button that's a live link uh or to podcast detroit and then you'll find out um listen to that episode 28 and you'll find out what the secret word is <laughs> free all shipping right. too all right very good <laughs> hey by the way uh we have a hats off to comcast for uh doing something really cool with the green light project they've got we'll talk about that when we come back at the beginning of this next hour but more than that We're going to come back for your questions at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. And let's start out with an easy question. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> Those the are the ones rolling. we know we can answer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're here for you for another hour. And it's, a, as we say, your hour, the one where you determine what we're going to talk about because you put the questions to us. And we'll be ready to get those questions when we return after the news at the top of the hour. Again, the number 800-859-0957. See you on the other side of the hour. You're listening to a podcast of the Internet Advisor Show. To see the show notes for this program, visit our homepage, theinternetadvisor.net. You'll discover past podcasts, our free toolkit with software to clean up your computer and keep it running strong, and many other resources. You'll also find links to mitechnews.com, our co-sponsored weekly tech and entrepreneur newsletter, edited by Mike Brennan. If you have a question for our hosts, just click the contact button on the homepage and send us an email with the details. And don't forget to look for us on Facebook and Twitter and at Detroit's newest podcast network, podcastdetroit.com. Now let's get back to the second hour of the Internet Advisor. Welcome to the Internet Advisor, your place for answers to your computer questions since 1998, with your co-hosts Gary Baker and Foster Brown and their team of tech experts. The door is always open at internetadvisor.net, on Facebook and through Twitter. But right now it's time to get you in touch with your helpful hosts on this week's edition of Internet Advisor. Batter up! <laughs> Hi, this is Foster Brown, along with Gary Baker and Shane Hamlin. And I'm kind of teasing, but what I mean is, it's your turn to step up to the plate. And uh, if you've got a question about your computer, about your phone, about uh, connecting to the Internet or staying connected to it, maybe Windows 10 is causing you to scratch your head, or you've got some questions about an Apple product that you'd like to talk to us about, we're here to answer those. And the number to call is 800-859-0957. Welcome aboard the second hour of the Internet Advisor. We've... uh, are privileged to be able to be here for a couple of hours on Saturdays, presenting you with some information as we did our first hour. But now in our second hour, it's time for you to get online with your questions. Now, you may be kind of just driving along and bumped into us and thought, hmm, I I, really, I have a question about my computer, but oh, gee, I don't want to bother them. You're, don't bo- you're not bothering us. That's how we get through the second hour. And by the way, your question very often can trigger some thoughts that the people have of things they're going through and often leads to answers. Uh, last week, we had this really neat kind of thing happen where people were calling in and giving us some answers and different perspectives on things that we've been running and, through. And we like that, too. We love that. By the way, last week, uh, Shane, the, a lot of roses being thrown your way, <laughs> people thanking you for the work that you've done at uh, Comtech Services out in Sterling Heights, helping people in the shop there. That's what we do. We try. You know, it's one of those things where, God, if I, if I didn't help people like that, I'd feel... I sleep very well at night. Let me tell you that. And I haven't slept well like that in many, many years. <laughs> now in my older age, uh, I, I, I feel comfort in helping people Yep. Um, because uh, I know how it is. I mean, especially things that I don't know and I don't understand. I wish there was someone I could go to and ask questions. And this to. is so frustrating sometimes, right? Because yeah. you, you think, well, everybody else must know this. Yeah. So why am I having so much trouble? And in fact... 
a lot of times it's just the technology. Right? And, yeah. and one of the things that you do, uh, Shane, and we actually at the bottom of the page, if you go to internetadvisor.net, at the very bottom of, of our podcast, when I, the show notes are complete, there's a section uh, that is called Trusted Local Computer Repair Shops. And that's where we put the names of places like CompTech Services in Sterling mm-hmm. Heights, where you work, um, and places from all over, and Toledo out in Jackson and Port Huron and Livonia. And the names that are in there uh, are f- because people have written to us, like uh, our old buddy uh, Harry Brown up in Port Huron recommended Merkle Computers, and it was because he had been in there, and they'd done a great job for him. That's the kind of people we recommend. We don't get paid to do that, and it's simply and, on the basis of and, people visiting and saying good things. That's right, and they're not always our um, our own experiences, but there are people that, oh, absolutely. that have written to us and yep. said, uh, you know, sent us an email and said, these are really good resources. So. so that's the kind of resource that's available to you right now, folks, by the way, with Shane in here and with Gary and myself, Foster Brown. So give us a call, 800 859 Please don't wait till the end of the program. Uh, it drives me nuts when people will pile on at the end of the program and we don't have a chance then to answer your questions on the air, which is what we would love to do, although we can get to you through our email. Um, what are some of the things that you've been running into at the shop? Uh, oh, we, a, lot of, a lot of listeners coming into the store. I mean, I think my partner at work is sick of it. It's like, Shane, you got another fan up here, another listener. <laughs> and Shane here, and I go, yep, I'm right here, and I got to come up. You know, But I, I love it. It's fun because maybe two or three a week will come in. Uh-huh. And um, you know what? It's the same stuff. I'm getting the same kind of stuff. It, nothing's changed. There's no new miracle uh, cure, miracle virus out there, but it's all the same. I'm seeing it every day, and we t- say this to people every single time. Back up your data. Yep. Yeah, through the cloud or a physical hard drive or backup, uh, and be wary of phone calls because it's happening mm. more and more and more and more. I can't tell you how many times it's happening. Really? It is every day, all day, all day long. That's all we get. See these scam calls and people say it's, we're from it's, Microsoft it's or wherever. Insane. So the so the, really, what's happening out here is that as our technology gets better and better, if people use it, mm-hmm. if people put antivirus on and make sure that it's up to date and make sure that, um, but it, it's working pretty well, mm-hmm. right? So it makes it really hard if you're doing the right things with technology. It makes it really hard for the bad guys to get your <laughs> your information. So. What are they left with? They're left with just conning you. And that's what phishing is, is it's a big con, right? And yeah. and they're just as good online as they are in person, and and that's the problem. We, we really need – and we were talking the other day uh, at breakfast. Uh, I hang out with some security guys on Friday mornings. Uh, Securus uh, is a security company uh, that uh, sponsors these breakfasts along with uh, Doug Copley, who works for Forcepoint and some others, but um, just a great group of people. We were talking about installing this filter and installing that filter and installing this other filter. And I said, you know what? The hardest filter to install to really install is the common sense filter, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. right? <laughs> and everybody laughed, but it's true. Our yeah. best resources in companies are our most vulnerable, and that's our people, and right? It's like the because old... they believe what's written because that's how they were taught, right? I mean, that's sm- they grew up sm- believing what's written. Smoking it right. I mean, you know, the only prevention against forest fires is you the only prevention against viruses is, is you, you. Yep. Yep. totally we need to get a smoky type character out there on tv for psa to do the you know, virus thing. i mean i'm surprised there's not because the, the the seniors are getting hit very hard 
and yeah. they're getting conned uh, extremely a ton and uh, almost epidemic levels, guys. I'm not kidding you when I say oh, it's kind of hap- no. This is happening all day, every day, thousands and thousands of times to your wow. grandparents, your aunts and uncles, your parents. But I just saw a study that said that the millennials have now surpassed the um, the seniors mm. as being the most um, fished group. Oh, really? Yeah, by, by only a couple percent. They're neck and neck. No, but I mean, right? even if they would get close to that, some well, amazes be, me. Because, again, they don't have the ex, the years of the experience, experience, right, to yeah. know, oh, you know, there isn't a free lunch. Oh, somebody <laughs> right. from Nigeria isn't sending me money, right? You know, they just don't, <laughs> they don't know that, right? <laughs> and, and cons are very good. Mm-hmm. They're very believable. Yeah. yeah and right. and then, listen, and I've said it before, um, the the money part, the the ninety nine dollars, the two fifty, that's the beginning con. That's the yeah. short term con. Yeah, don't the hook. ever give it. There's the long term con because remember they're going to be on your phone with you for about an hour, two hours. They're getting and they're gonna, all that. They're going to get to know you. They're going to tell you about their family, and then all of a sudden, about four weeks later, you get a phone call from. Ali Jolly uh, from India, whatever his name is. That's because that's where they're coming from. He's gonna say my children are sick and I can't afford to pay for that. And knowing that Americans are always generous, mm. they get money. Yeah. I need five hundred dollars for doctors. You know bills. that may sound almost unbelievable, but it's real. It happens it every keeps day. On happening, and so, oh, folks, yeah. please, please. We've had some folks down here. Matter of fact, who have kindly admitted what happened to them and we've been able to use it as kind of a classroom hey listen uh judy from franklin we will be with you shortly and uh, for the rest of you out there phone lines are open at 800-859-0957 please take advantage of this opportunity for us to help you with your problem with your computer we'll be back to do that in just a moment on the internet advisor I, uh, we were during the break. Uh, we were talking, uh, uh, as we do often, kibitz in here. And uh, ca- uh, one of the things that you said, Shane, is yep. that malware bites, and I just see it now, yeah. has an anti ransomware beta. Yeah, it's uh, it's not one hundred percent. Nothing's one hundred percent. Right, um, it's a beta, but it is a an additional tool. I think with that and uh, AdBlock Plus is another one I like. Yes, yes, I like that with too. With those yeah. two in combination, uh, I like your 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 chances. Your odds now. are better. Much much. Nothing better. will stop the your hand. Nothing that will reach out of the computer slap your hand exactly so, yeah, don't, don't touch that yeah and I, t- and I tell people all the time use your favorites use your bookmarks um don't go to the address bar and type in you want to go to google or because if you make one typo it's over oh well yeah, and, and what we do want to actually make sure that people know is when you do click on a link make sure that you understand what it is and look at it carefully right. yep. because i sometimes look like l's oh, and vice versa yeah. and they'll misspell things just slightly just enough. one letter yeah, i had a case enough. where it was one letter was out yeah. of line and, and that was the dead giveaway you know and and r n sometimes looks like an m Right, so they use that technique, and there's all sorts of little techniques, and they take you to a site that they've scraped your bank site, right, or they scraped another site that looks like that, and then Mm -hmm. they put it there, and then when you type in your username and password, bang, they got your, they've got your password. And I'm going to tell you something. I can go onto any website, and within uh, two clicks, have their whole code copied, Mm -hmm. and I can go right and paste it. Pretty yeah. much cut and paste their site. That's right. Onto yeah, my it'll URL. look exactly the Identical. same and, and one just, letter off track, in the URL. I'll just track their form results right to me. 
Yeah. Wow. It's that simple. Yeah. Incredible. One And one letter off in that yeah. URL, so be very careful. All right, our number, 800-859-0957. Judy from Franklin, how may we help you here on the Internet Advisor? Well, good afternoon. Hi, fellas. Hi, hey, hi. Judy. I um, wanted to ask um, whether or not the, the store that uh, Shane owns mm-hmm. ever has a uh, an agreement to look at, like, or consider buying, I guess I should say, laptops that were from, like, schools or institutions, businesses and such that were, um, they, they will grade them as far as, like, the condition of them mm-hmm. and then those mm-hmm. independent stores, which I have been in one, mm-hmm. they actually will re, um, Refurbish them? sell them then. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. As a, you know, previously owned mm-hmm. um, computer that uh, it gets, you know, sometimes gets you into something a little newer and yep. and has, you know, I guess has history that they know about and mm-hmm. with people that they have dealt with, you know, yeah. they have history with them. Shame. I'm wondering, do you, does, because my store had hoped to get some, some of that sort of, um, <laughs> um, supply of computers in right yeah. before the kids went back to college but they weren't uh they weren't up to their level of, of quality and they so they didn't get any and i'm still looking <laughs> well there's a lot of listen there's a lot of uh, ways or access that we have to what we call used or refurbished or off-lease machines oh. um a lot of times uh you know a company will lease a thousand of these laptops uh, whether it be a school or a bank yeah. and uh, the leases are up uh, right. You've got to be in the right place, and you got to know the right I, people <laughs> to, yeah. to get your hands on those. Uh, we do have people that do that. We have connections uh, with with uh, l- many, many, many. Judy, um, I can give you a personal testimony. Okay. My wife's computer <laughs> oh. is an HP. Oh, uh, was it a uh, laptop? Oh, it was the one with the spin. You can spin the. Uh, anyway, the okay. point is, mm-hmm. it was a beautiful. Uh, HP laptop, uh, and we bought it at uh, at the shop there. Yeah. Did you? And, and it had been used beforehand, but it was you know completely cleaned and and mm. refurbished. And Jenny has loved it, absolutely loved it. Yeah, you can save. In, in most cases, what you're what you're getting is you're getting a business grade machine, and that was not incorrect. a retail. Yep. You know, yep, right. you're yep. getting a little bit better machine for a little. You know, getting a nice bang for the buck there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we. It comes and we come. It comes and goes. How how we we sell machines. Right. Um, we'll get a batch in of of say uh, um, I you know MacBook Pros mm-hmm. that came off a lease from, from some design house, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll re- we're, we're licensed refurbishers through Microsoft. We'll refurbish them, okay. uh, and then we'll sell them. Um, no, that's important. Talk a little bit about that licensed refurbisher. Yeah, I've never that's, heard of that. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't nobody. The average, and, and that's why you'll see a lot of computer companies open. They'll be open for a year, and then they'll kind of disappear. They'll close mm-hmm. um, because they're not doing things by the book. Right. Uh, you have to be, you know, Paul and I are certified Microsoft guys. Uh, you have to. Every year there's education that needs to be taken mm. and done. Uh, oh. There's a lot of things that you have to qualify to become a refurbisher. Uh, and a Microsoft partner, right, right, and um, you can't just say, "Oh, I'll just load Windows on this machine and uh, you know hack the license, and now it's a refurbished machine." No. So, some key things to look for then, in in not just your shop but other shops would be if there's not a refurbisher's COA license on it, it's okay. not a legitimate product. Okay. Well, when you don't you have to sell it with the operating system? Obviously, I think you do. That it was built to run on, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so if, you're not reinstalling that, right? Well, you well you always when you get a machine you always want to re re-image it. 
Yeah. So they yeah, get a okay. fresh, fresh, so you get a fresh image and fresh. You don't okay. want no one else's, you know, junk on there. Right. Right. Um, right. Because I wouldn't have the operating system like to put it on. So yeah. I'm just asking. Well, we yeah. would load it all up for yep, you. Yep, they did. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, if and, it, yeah. and what you did for us too was we took Jenny's old computer. Um, I took the hard drive in, as a matter yeah. of fact, and then you guys took that in. Put yep. that onto the uh, the new machine, and uh, I mean, every now and then I hear a scream, and that's because she's dealing with Windows 10, not with the computer. And there's a lot. <laughs> listen, it's, it makes it very hard. Um, there's a lot of times where we're going to get uh, through our whole. It's funny because through our wholesaler who we buy from, say Dell's, it almost seems like sometimes our price is better than Dell's own price. It's weird how it works. Hmm. Like for some reason, my wholesaler, I'll get a price on a Dell, brand new Dell. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a latitude, a business grade latitude, and I'll have it at say you know nine hundred bucks mm-hmm. at my cost, and I'll look on their website and they want twelve hundred for it. It's Yikes. like, you know, I'm beating beating wow. their own product. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but yeah, yeah we do this a lot. Uh, at the moment, we don't have many off lease machines oh, available. You even know. Okay. Um, but I have many, many, many people in the area that are trusted that I deal with that I buy from. There you go. And I can definitely, if you give us a, you know, shoot us an email. Uh, I'll definitely connect you with the right people. And you can do them, by the way, by simply, if you want to go to the internetadvisor.net, go to the bottom of the page. There's a comment form, and you can put a, a comment in there directly to Shane. It'll get it'll yeah, get to see, him. I see them all. Yep, he sees them all. Okay? Um, okay, I thank you guys very much. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks, thank Judy. you for asking that question. Yeah, it- I haven't heard it before, but I kind of, I just, I expected this. These people actually have been in business for like 20 years or more. Mm-hmm. They've been around a long time. They they started out small and they moved and got bigger and I trust them but they're, they're unfortunately you know those things like you said they come and go yeah. um, yep. with uh, availability um, okay okay I, I will do that thank you <laughs> thank you Judy thank you very much for that question it allowed us to tell you a little bit about the process that's why I stopped and what are the things that you look for because mm-hmm. uh, whether you're listening to us in Lansing or, or someplace down in Indiana or Toledo Ohio or wherever you're listening to us Port Huron. Pennsylvania, you know, it's important that you look for those kind of things. You want to make sure. I remember the first time that I, I got a computer built for me, the guy pirated the software. And I found out about it. And I took it back out to him and I said, I want a clean copy with my own license on it. You know, I'm not going to go messing around with this thing. Listen, I just went into a company, a, a fairly large company here in Stroud and Sterling Heights, so Shelby. And um, I looked at their server and it, everything was illegal. There was not a single legitimate license oh my uh, anywhere. Yeah, and, that can happen. And, right? You got to be careful who you deal with. They were hit with some pretty high sticker shock. I mean, you know, because Microsoft licensing and a lot of the cals and things for remote services is not cheap. No. Nope. And I said, you know, you brought me on board to make everything legit, right? <laughs> That's why I'm here because oh, I'm not going to. Wow. I'm not going to be that guy that just kind of covers everything up and does. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did go legit, and um, good for but them. Now that you know the guy, can, the owner. Can totally sleep at night because he was every single day worried he was going to get caught. Yep. And, and we were just talking about this. And Microsoft is getting very, very proactive <laughs> yeah, they are. about looking at these licenses. And they mm-hmm. can do it. Yeah. And seeing if they're legitimate or not. Yep. And, uh, okay, the number again, 800-859-0957. Matter of fact, we have one of your neighbors out there, Fred from Sterling Heights, we'll be talking with in just a moment. Uh, hats off to Comcast, by the way, uh, because of the Green Light program. That's right. Um, you know, it's uh, the program is in the, the city of Detroit, and it's to put cameras, um, very high-res cameras, and real-time connections um, in all of the gas stations. I think right. there's 42 or 47 gas stations mm-hmm. now signed up. But 
part of the reason the others hadn't signed up was because of cost. Mm. So Comcast, it's a real-time connection, right? Got to have right. a, a big pipe to the gas station. So Comcast said, we want people to be safe when they go get gas in the city of Detroit. Oh, yes. So they dropped the price of connectivity so mm-hmm. that they can have those real-time connections. So now, if there is a problem at a gas station, and that's where a lot of the crime has happened yeah, yeah. in the city, um, if there's a problem... Um, people know the police know about it immediately, and we have good high res pictures of that. And, so and they thank also you, Comcast. the display that they put up there is big, so the yeah. cooks know <laughs> the eyes of Texas are upon you. That's right. <laughs> back in just a minute, we'll be back to take more of your calls. Uh, Fred will be with you shortly at 800-859-0957. I would like to thank Mr. Eric Dortch, who is our engineer here, for doing a great job behind the glass, along with Logan Standard for. Our producer, thank you so much for being there. And uh, our number again, 800-859-0957. And uh, Shane Hamlin in studio with us, Gary Baker and myself, and we're ready to answer your questions. Fred from Sterling Heights, thank you for your patience. And uh, what can we do to help you? Well, my Dell laptop with Windows 10, Mm -hmm. uh, frequently the screen will go like to a negative Mm -hmm. or will have stripes on it. Mm. And I'm trying to decide if it's the screen or the video card. <laughs> well, that's that's the question, right? I mean, uh, there's only a couple things that cause that, and that would be either your LCD screen, mm-hmm. uh, the cable that connects your LCD screen to the motherboard. You know, a lot of times it is the cable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So check that first. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is you won't with the laptop. You're not going to be able to get in. Oh, that's right. it's under the hinge. In. But yeah. what you can do sometimes is say, say for instance, it does go negative or it does, the the stripes display themselves. Don't touch anything. Just leave it alone, and then lightly kind of take your finger, just kind of probe, kind of like a doctor does with his his finger on your stomach and mm-hmm. check for. Just kind of tap it, little here, little there, and see if the, it goes away. And that would be around the hinges, wouldn't it? Somewhere? Up, up at the top. At the very top, the, yeah. Yeah, by the hinges. Uh, that's where usually where the connection is. That's mm-hmm. where the cable comes mm-hmm. through. Just tap it, tap it, tap it like a doctor would, and just kind of tap all around and see if that corrects it. If it does or it shimmies or shakes, uh, then you kind of know it's a cable or an LCD. Um, have you tried plugging in an external monitor to that unit? I was thinking unit? that, yeah. No, I, I've not tried that. So go ahead and do that. Try an external monitor and see that it's not replicating itself up there. If it is, then it's video card related, motherboard. Yep. Right. And if it's not, then it's LCD and cable related. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you said at the top of the screen where the hinges are, but the hinges are at the bottom. No, no, what he means is at the top of the keyboard, you know, at the top of your... Um, the, oh, the yeah. top of the keyboard. Yeah, but you're right. It, it's yeah. the hinges. <laughs> Just wherever the hinges are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had me pushing on the monitor. No, it's, and, and what he meant was it is really on the keyboard itself, so on the part that, that is um, on the table. Yeah. Okay. Easy. How long okay, have you had above, the how, above the, the but, buttons? Uh, above the buttons. Yeah. That's right. How long have you had the uh, uh, the laptop? Uh, I think it's probably four or five years now. Oh, okay. And with opening and closing it, I yeah. I've replaced two screens uh, for family members, and uh, it has been inevitably in that that opening and closing is where the flexing mm-hmm. you know break something right. in there. Yeah. Especially, you know, when it's cold and you're opening and closing it, mm-hmm. and, or when it's really too hot, but mostly when it's cold. Actually, and even for goofballs like me, I was able to watch YouTube <laughs> and find the uh, examples of what to do and how to do it. And, and I don't think the uh, the screen itself costs a little more than $100. Um, yeah. And then, you know, it just takes the time to put it together. A and- standard, and standard LCD repairs usually 
Right under 200 bucks. Yeah, okay. With, with everything, labor, the whole nine years. And if you don't want to do it yourself, you could take it to a shop like uh, Comtech Services out in Sterling Heights, which is... Shannon 19? Yeah, right around you. I, you I've got another computer of the same brand, same model, mm-hmm. and I could put that screen on the, the good computer, I guess, but... No. Let's, uh, let's, let's find out what the issue is first. Yeah. So do, yeah. A little, yeah. do a little testing, like I told you, and, and kind of do a little troubleshooting yourself. That'll save okay. that'll save whatever whoever the technician is a little time if you kind of do that ahead of time. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you. Hey, All right. You're it. very welcome. Thanks for giving us a call. That uh, I, I can attest to the fact that even clods like me can take care of that. But <laughs> yeah. if you don't want to mess with that or lose one of those tiny little screws, then you can uh, take it to a place like our friends at uh, Comtech Services or any, any one of the number yeah. of great books around. All right. Let's go to Gilbert in Holland, Ohio. Welcome south of the border. How you doing, Gilbert? Good. How are you? Sure. How can we help you? I had a window, uh, no, I'm sorry, QuickBooks 2009 on my laptop. Mm-hmm. I had it on my wife's as well. With the last Windows 10 update, uh, it decided not to work. Mm. Wonder if that's some Windows 10 problem. And it, it did it on both computers all of a sudden. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that quite often. The great thing about it is if it did it on both computers, if it did, it, if it's not working on both computers because of the update. Then yep. you know it's not your computer. Yes. You know it's the, the mm-hmm. update. Uh, one thing, the one and only thing you can do. There's two things you can do, or I should say, there's two things you do. You can either make sure your company file is backed up. Yes. Uh, put it on a thumb drive. It's all you should always have it on a thumb drive in the cloud anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. have that backup. Yep. Have your one single company file. Um, take that off. Uninstall the whole program. Strip it completely out. And then after that update is done, we'll check. Run one Windows update one more time. Make sure there's no more Windows updates out there. Oh, good point. Did you get the latest uh, service pack for Windows 10, the new one? I, I don't know. All I know is my win- my computer shut itself down, yeah. and uh, it went through a whole series of shutdowns yeah. and startups. Well, there, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and then uh, QuickBooks wouldn't work. There is that I, new. There is that new update for 10, the big one. The anniversary yeah, update. Yeah, the, the one that came out. Make sure you have mm-hmm. that installed, and then reinstall QuickBooks and see if that helps. Because sometimes those updates will corrupt your install of QuickBooks if something is not jiving right. QuickBooks, yeah, I, listen. Quick, I, I did. Uh, uh, rein, I took QuickBooks off yeah. and reinstalled it, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But should I try updating uh, Windows again? Well, no, I don't think so. I think. Well, you always want to make sure you have the latest Windows. That, up. Yeah, that's the key. Make, yeah. Just what I was getting a point is, just make sure you get the latest because whatever we're troubleshooting, if you fix it and then all of a sudden Windows is out, by the way, there's an update and now we're <laughs> back to where we started from. Yeah, exactly. Always make sure there's an update. If and Let me tell you something. I deal with QuickBooks a lot. QuickBooks is a pain in the butt. It is. It's it's yep. so finicky and, and, yep. and sensitive to updates and drivers. It's a, it's a pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever thought about checking out QuickBooks Cloud? Oh, QuickBooks no, Cloud? Oh, let me let me tell you something. Um, you're, you're on an older version of QuickBooks, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I, I guarantee the people that use QuickBooks 2013 or the 16 or the newer ones are probably not having that issue like you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know how QuickBooks is. Every time you call them, they want money. You can't you got to oh, yeah. pay for support it's for that. It's into it, isn't it? Yeah, into yeah. it. Unfortunately, if the restart and reboot and reinstall did not work for you, you can kind of... You can kind of hunt around on the internet for a fix, and sometimes you get lucky. But uh, it might be time to get a new version. Yeah, I, I did get a 2014. Yeah, 
and and it works fine. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming. I just wondered if you'd run into that with uh, 2010 <laughs> uh, messing up old uh, 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 older versions yeah. of the old, QuickBooks. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you. Older, older versions of anything like Gilbert. Yeah. Gilbert, yeah. let me tell you something. I find I find QuickBooks problems all day long, every day, from customers of mine. QuickBooks yeah. takes up a lot of my time for tech support and uh, calls when I get when my customers call me. Uh, QuickBooks. Something is always going around. Now, I will tell you this. The people that have converted to QuickBooks Cloud, their cloud version, uh, they're running smooth mm. and no problems because you know why? It's not on your computer. It's on theirs. <laughs> That's true. And, oh, okay. Uh, and all it's right. all cloud-based and your data's safe and uh, it's it's a little, it's very easy to use. Uh, and they will give you, if you get over to QuickBooks, you can try it for like 30 days for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it a shot. I mean, you might like it. I know a lot of my clients do like it, and it's not okay. that expensive. It's fairly fairly reasonable. Okay. Okay. Very good. All right, All right, sir. Thank you very much for your call. I hope that that helped you and a lot of other people. I'm, I'm personally right now looking for a real lightweight accounting kind of software yeah. that I use in my Mac. QuickBooks isn't for you then. No. That's no. Too heavy. That's exactly work. it. Remember I don't when want they did Quicken. So that was more for the home user. Yes, it was. And then there was Mint money, for a while. Microsoft Money. Oh, Microsoft yeah. Money. Yeah. Money. And Mint is good. Mint, yeah. especially, Mint still around? Especially uh, for budgeting and uh, on oh. your mobile. Mint's okay. Are, Mint's yeah. decent. Okay. I do very, very few invoices. You know, So I want yeah. something that can cover that as well. Yeah. So you it, think Mint? It'll, it'll help with budgeting, help with a lot of things. Well, budgeting is something yeah. I can certainly help with. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, moving right along. It's got one of the, it's one rated one of the best for, especially for Mint. mobile. Mint. Okay. Because, you know, a lot of times you want to enter information from a budgeting standpoint mm-hmm. at point of sale, right? When mm-hmm. you, when you buying something, you want to be able to enter it right away. Okay. And it's on your mobile phone. It's right there with you. Excellent. Thank you very much for that. All right, let's go to Victor in Detroit. Welcome, Victor. How can we help you? Uh, yes, sir. I want to be able to save a program that I'm running on my Windows 8.0. I want to save that program, but here's what I'm worried about. I keep getting prompted automatically because it's a brand-new system. It's a brand-new computer. Right. It wants me to automatically for free upgrade to Windows 10. Okay. Now, here's what my question is. Is there a way that I can save that program, storing it somewhere, upgrade to 10, and then reintroduce that program onto Windows 10? And I talked to the manufacturer Mm -hmm. of the program, and they said it will run on either Windows 8 or on Windows 10. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if there's a way I can save it off to the side, right. store it, whatever, upgrade, mm-hmm. and then use it later. Is there a way I can do that? Well, wh- why don't you just leave it where it's at and then do the upgrade? Um, because in other you words, know, just upgrade, and that won't bother the program no, in the meantime? No, no. no most, most, uh, I, in fact, uh, very rarely do I find that any of the upgrade process or when you get to Windows 10 has interfered with any of the programs that are already installed. It'll just it'll just do the upgrade and and you'll be picking up right back where you left off. And guys, I think in in particular, we're going from Windows eight point yeah. to ten is a must because oh. there were so many things that were fixed. Are they actually still prompting you to do the upgrade? They're still prompting me since last year when I bought the computer and the system in August of two thousand fifteen. I'm still getting prompted. 
I mm. simply grab the screen. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. I get it with grab it with a mouse yeah. and drag it to the bottom <laughs> so I can use eight. But if you're telling me that I can go ahead and let the uh, you know let the uh, program do its yeah. thing upgrade me and I can use the program. Yep. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. But you'll Victor, be, be one thing, yeah. make sure you back up first. Okay? So there are no regrets. Any when, when Foster says back up, like any of your personal data, like your pictures, your documents, any of those things you can throw in a thumb drive or the cloud before you do the upgrade, is always it's always a good thing to get in the habit of. Okay. But what I'm concerned oh. about, guys, yeah. is do I have to back up this program? No. No, just your data. Just the data. I think okay, the fact. Well, I thank you so much. Yeah, the fact, Victor, the fact that it's running right now uh, with Windows yeah. eight is a good indication that it is compatible and will run with Windows ten. It, if it is running now with eight, it will run with ten, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's what I would. So you can rest easy. Do. Yeah, rest easy with that. Okay, Victor. Okay, well, thanks, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he's still getting the, the prompt to upgrade. That might be a phantom prompt that is just not cleared, oh. and he's going to go to upgrade, and you're like, oh, you missed it. Uh, by the way, 120 bucks will allow you to upgrade. Ouch. Because it's not free no more. Well, they still want you to upgrade. For $120. Right. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. So it's not free anymore. Is so. it possible, though, that in that one period that the file, the, the install file was downloaded? Sure, I've had. And I, could be sitting there in the drive someplace? Be. Well, I had, yeah, the, could be. I had the upgrade. That's a good point. I had the creation tool. And I've had it already downloaded, and I tried running it already again, oh. and it says, no, uh-uh, it's not available for you anymore. Oh, oh because it goes, to, it goes checks uh, via the internet. Correct. Correct. Oh, so, Victor, oh, uh, you may be in a place where you're, uh, oh, well. you may be caught for 120, it's, 120 bucks. It's still probably better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, especially anything besides eight. <laughs> you want to move up. Okay, Joe, in Highland, we've got uh, some time for you as well, and we got a little room for somebody else as well at 800-859-0957. Remember, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask. So please, get on board, 800-859-0957. We're here to serve you. My sincere thanks to Eric Dorch, our engineer, and Logan Stanifer, our producer, who has been helping us with this program and greeting you and getting you on the air. And we'll get to Joe and Mike in just a moment. Gary and Shane, thanks so much for being with us. Shane, Certainly my pleasure. Anytime. Your program is heard on... Podcast, Podcast Detroit, Detroit or PwnedRadio.com. And it's heard live on Sundays. Sundays. Uh, 7 to 9 p.m. 7 to 9 p.m. All that information you'll find if you click on to internetadvisor.net. And look down our show notes, and you'll find more. Especially about that little contest you've got going on. That yes. sounds really cool. It's a funny show. You'll like it. Yep. Joe from Highland, how may we help you, sir? Uh, yeah, this is Bill from Highland. Oh, I beg your pardon, Bill. Two, two quick questions. One of them is that I've, uh, I've installed my Windows 10, and I've got, uh, I'm using the Office Professional that I had from my previous Windows uh, 7 installation. And I find that when I click on a cell in Excel, that it opens up my Windows Live Mail client. <laughs> Ouch. Because it, it, yeah, you, you click on there, and whatever was in that cell winds up in the address in the in the Microsoft Windows Live Mail. Are they going to? They're not trying to tell you that's a feature, right? Because <laughs> I don't think that's a feature. <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that's a feature, all right. It's not the feature that I was. That I was after. So. <laughs> that's a that's a new one. I've never heard that I before. Have, ever. Why is that? I, it's got to be a it's got to be a function of a. So you should to to step back for a second. 
Um, okay. You should be able to use your office um, your your office applications on Win10. That shouldn't be a problem, right? So there's a glitch somewhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay. I've never heard of this glitch. No, that's, that's an interesting yeah, well, like one. I, I can press F2 and I can edit the cell, but if yeah. I happen to click on the cell to edit the cell, then it takes me immediately over. Seems to wow. The seems like strange. seems like me to me somehow a rule was installed. Yeah. So and, yes, and, yeah. and you've got to clear that rule, and and you know the easiest way of clearing a rule is reinstall, reinstall, <laughs> you know, uninstall, <laughs> reinstall. That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I just I just went through the the three hour uh, latest upgrade, you know, for my sixty four bit machine, yeah. and I happen to have an older thirty two bit machine, yeah. and and it, and it took ten minutes. And the same update on the on the 64 bit machine took three hours. Ouch. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, uninstalling uh, Excel wouldn't take you but you know 10 so minutes. So yeah, just actually, that program. Actually, just that program. Three hours is is a lot. <laughs> so that may be part of the problem, right? It, yes. It, there was a corruption. It was trying to clear, trying to clear, didn't clear, and went on. Yeah. To install the rest, and so I would uninstall and reinstall yeah. it again. Just okay. back up. Switch, take all switch, of your switch, switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Okay. What is, are there recommended uh, malware softwares or whatever for websites? In other words, you have your own website and you do a little bit of signing people up to do this or signing them up for that. And you have Where your own... is your website hosted? Uh, Hostgator. So they would have, um, you know, it's in their data center. So they would have that security. Okay. Your your okay. sites are all well, you pay I, for. I, I, I got spoofed on a lot of the email addresses that I had in my website that were in in part of a database that was a mm-hmm. that was a plugin, and it appears that people are getting messages from the admin at my website. Uh, I would talk to um, I would talk to your host, yeah, hostgator. Yep. Yeah, they're because they, they just you know somebody somebody sent me this this email and said, hey, uh, what's the deal? Did you send this email? And I said, no, I didn't. And then I went oh, and looked yeah. at my email inbox, and I had the same email. Mm-hmm. Email them. and it says admin, and it says yeah, and then of course there were enough misspellings, and there were some yeah. there were some uh, characters in there that looked rather Russian. And, uh, mm. you know, it says click on this box. No. Oh. <laughs> <Heck> no. <laughs> I think you no, don't no, click no, on no. this box. Yeah, yeah but, I would but, talk to HostGator uh, okay. and let them know that. They'll, they'll scan it yeah. and see if they can find it. And, hey, real problem. quick, Joe, I've had a lot of experience with this. Uh, don't let HostGator bully you and saying, no, it's not us, it's you. Uh, make sure they, they, they fix this. They, well, make sure that they at least scan it. Yeah, right? because uh, the, it, it is on them. Uh, yep. Someone has just creeped in and, and put a script somewhere that's uh, okay. and it's you, usually attached to a, uh, an image file. Yeah, and, and uh-huh. by the way, you may have caused it, but what you pay for is for them to fix find it. it and fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why you're paying them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I, I, I understand, but I just wanted, you know, the second... Uh, Opinion conversation. No. Yeah. Glad you asked. Yeah, people don't realize how important it is to select a good ISP. No. You know, I mean, uh, host gators host- used to be a one time. Uh, I think they've come down a little bit. And I, I here's the thing: I deal with websites all day. I do I do sites, mm-hmm. um, and I'm constantly looking at all the the, right. the providers out there. Uh, and uh, there's some really good ones, and there's some that just don't give a crap anymore. They just mm. they well, don't I don't care. know about that, but they they don't stay up to date. Yeah. They, well. 
I, I, However yeah. you interpret it, they yeah. ain't doing their job. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't attribute malintent to them, you know, well, but for whatever reason, yeah. the, the fact is they're not staying up. I've had, I've, had, I've had ISPs, I mean, back in the day when it was all about dollars, mm-hmm. yeah. close down shop and take your website with them. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, we those are small ones. have to drive down down south to find them and <laughs> knock on a glass door. Where's my oh, data? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Oh, I've done that trip before. We've we've been the beneficiary of a lot of people that had that happen, and they come to when I had online yeah, tech, yeah. and they would come to us because they could trust us, right? That we well, wouldn't do that. But you know, somebody said cheaper is not always best, right. yeah. and in this particular case, that's a very good rule of thumb mm-hmm. when you're dealing with ISPs yeah. because they really control the flow of your business. Yeah. I, you know, the professionalism that people attribute to yeah. you or lack thereof because of some. Twinkie. <laughs> yep, Twinkie. Let's see if we can get uh, the last one in. I think. Okay. All right. Thank oh, you very Joe much. Joe is the last yeah, one. I'm sorry. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right, Bill. Thank you so much for giving us okay. a call, Bill. Yeah, we oh, had somebody too. who was apparently had a run <laughs> that, okay. to, the, to the front door. Uh, okay. Shane, thank you so much for being here this week. Anytime. Again. Now, let's do this quickly because we did this for the folks in the last hour. Mm-hmm. Tell people about the contest that you have going on with your program. You can go to internetadvisor.net, yeah. and if you scroll down the page, you yeah, will I'm find gonna, I'm, I, am, I apologize now, but I'm going to force you to listen to my show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, we're going to get to my website, whether it be poneradio.com or podcastdetroit.com. Just head over to internetadvisor.net. Right. All the links are there. Um, mm-hmm. It's all about Twaybor, the new game that's coming out by Strength and Numbers Studios in uh, Lansing. Uh, it's a great game, and I'm going to give everyone a copy of the game. Remember, it's not about dollars; it's about getting people to play this game for them. Um, I'm going to give you a copy of the game and while supplies last, a T-shirt, and I'm going to ship it to you for free. Mm-hmm. Great! So all you got to do is find that secret word in my episode 28 podcast, which is the current one, and it's on my main page. You'll see it there. Just listen, and you'll find that. Secret word, and just email me. I am me. You can message me through the poneradio.com or Twitter. We're, all, we're everywhere, you know, with social media nowadays. Yeah. Heck, we're even on Periscope last night. Or That's right, you right? were. And everybody's watching you. Yes. <laughs> but you find that secret phrase that's in there, and then you send it on to him, and Shane will make sure that you then get the. Uh, uh, the t-shirt and the and game. The game, yeah, and, and that's the big you know, deal. Games to get are the game. not easy to come, but not cheap. Yep. And my mom would say, that's not cheap. <laughs> Thank you so much for arranging that. Shane Hamlin, yes. and for being in here with your years of experience. Thank you for the good service that you've offered to our listeners Com-tech, as well out yes. there. Comtech? 19 is Shaner. Okay. I feel like a plugging master today. Well, that's quite all right. We ought to have, at, uh, I know on uh, the Podcast Detroit Network, they have a little bell that they ring. And if you call now, let me tell you, I'm going to double that T-shirt. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> that 1999. Yes. That's all it is. It's 1999, <laughs> and you'll the get t-shirt. the... Smash it. Smash it. You got it. <laughs> Shane, thanks so much for being You're here. Welcome. Gary, good to see you again yeah, this weekend. Always, always a pleasure. See you next week. This coming weekend, back again, and Cal will be in studio with us as well. For the rest of you out there, thanks so much for joining us, as you do on Saturdays here. And for those of you who are our affiliates, thank you again as well for joining us. If you'd like to get in contact with us, simply go to internetadvisor.net, scroll down the page, and at the bottom of the show notes, you'll see a place there where you can put in your comment and uh, send it off to us. And whether it's a comment on a program or a question you have about something, we will read that during the week and answer it as best we can. Eric, thank you so much for doing a great job of driving the bus back there. And for the rest of you folks out there, have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Internet Advisor Show.
Detroit's longest-running, locally-produced computer show, with Foster Brown, Gary Baker, and our team of experts. For more information about our weekly show, to ask a question of our experts, or find the show notes for this podcast, visit internetadvisor.net. And look for us on Facebook and Twitter. Don't forget to check the other great podcasts available on this podcastdetroit.com network. Thank you for listening.